1: For a really great future, we're talking real money.
2: And as you step out into the cold, cruel world of adulthood, please remember that the stock market will go down at times and that nothing, nothing is more important than listening to Talking Real Money every Saturday on Northwest News Radio or your favorite podcast service. Yeah, that's my commencement speech. I feel so much better. May yeah. I commence now? You may commence. Me, All you right. may matriculate. You, you are. Yes, you just. I hate that <laughs> word. I don't know what it is about it. It sounds like chewing with your mouth open. Mixed. Hi, as you chew with your mouth open today, and matriculate. <laughs> See, t- yeah. I can't even say yeah. it masticate Listen matriculate you. there you go
3: you you survived one of the great mass spreader events of 2022 you're still looking okay so okay you made yeah, it you know. so far i've not heard much feedback
2: i'm not quite dead <laughs> i feel yeah. much better mm, good yes good. although i did die yesterday
3: you did i, I mean, did i did a sec. death
2: scene yesterday it was so great it was really great
3: insert bad baldwin <laughs> brothers joke here no okay okay right.
2: look here you rotten tomato you got one chance to get out of here. That's one of my lines. That's Look here, good. you rotten tomato. And could then you
3: record that? I could use that in the office on Monday.
2: Yeah. Look here, you rotten tomatoes. You <laughs> have one I chance to get out of it. here. Yeah. It was okay. great, though. It was kind of cool. Because, you know, I'm laying there on the floor with a simulated hole in my shirt and bullet wound in my chest, you know, with, up against the wall, and I'm laying there, and th- th- there's like this crew of 10 people with little lights to get the, the, the shadows just right and they got the and they, they got the camera like 16 inches from my face. It was really. I mean, making a movie I, is kind of cool.
3: Listen, you could you could go to the emergency room and have the same thing. Of course, you pay for well, that. There's difference, so I guess, but still.
2: I thought Lots about light right in I, your thought, face. I thought about uh, driving home that way. Maybe like stopping in a McDonald's or something. Going, <laughs> hey,
3: you you know, I I'm not
2: feeling really well today. You know, sir, I, that's a sucking chest
3: wound there. You might want to fix that. I, not good. Uh, so. Yeah, anyway, right. so I made
2: a, I made a movie over the past couple of days, which is why we had a you best did. of, and we had a a Tom two Tom ofs, um,
3: which turned out okay. Podcast.
2: Well, the no. one you did with Bogle the Bogle Book guy, dang
3: Eric Baltchunas, you got. Great I think
2: you hit the new that's sh- that podcast hit the download record.
3: Ding 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 ding. On oh, that day, yeah.
2: it was really good. Anyway, mm-hmm. hi everybody. I'm Don McDonald along with the proverbial Thomas Seacock, <laughs> yeah, myth, legend. And we're still
3: standing after all that has happened.
2: I know, yeah, Including to the stock market, which we're going to get to in a yeah, second, know, right I after I do this. Are oh, you ready? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, I must clear my throat for this. <clears> throat> Please call us at 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. For
3: may I matriculate? Real now? money talk.
2: Oh, okay. you go ahead and masticate all you want. Commence chewing, masticate. chewing, yeah, chewing. <laughs> that's I, what it. Wor- that's what that word means. Anyway, uh,
3: so the good news. The good news is, yeah, what there y- is good news.
2: Y- yeah, the the
3: hammering that they keep using that word hammer, ow. which you know ah, I don't ow. like because ha- I've taken a good hammering and I don't think this is a great hammering. But anyway, it, I guess it is if you owned the five big giant tech Mm -hmm. stocks and you've been hammered all the way down i believe we did tell you some months ago not to just oh come on come on come on we're
2: not gonna do the we we told you so thing okay all right we're bigger than
3: that i know i mean the good news is this hasn't the story of the stock market the great stock market decline near bear market of 2022 hasn't really made the front page yet no but it's probably going to if we get to the 20% down from the high of January 3rd, right?
2: Yes. Yeah.
3: So, what about that? I mean, the numbers well, are here's- not horrible. The SP 500 is actually down 17.7. But if you're in a globally diversified portfolio, you're only down 11.8. And if you have 40% Wait. of your money in bonds, you're only down 8.4%. This is not the How end can of the that world, be? not even close. Yeah. Well, because you're diversified and. You own other things, not just the part that's really gotten
2: hammered. Well, it is Saturday. I guess a good hammering makes sense. But still, come on. Well, it's really interesting. When I when you look back, at, oh, here's, here's one we will tell you we told you so about.
3: Oh, okay, good. We
2: did tell you so about ARC Innovation Fund. That one, I'm sorry, if you got into that there's there, and there's everybody
3: no, got into it after it went straight up of course well here's the thing yeah. back
2: before the decline in 2020 when the market went down for a month arc was uh ten thousand dollars well, oh arc was at about uh twenty three thousand dollars based on a ten thousand yeah. dollar investment since inception it is now down below or just above 17000 plus you lost like 5000 bucks
1: tom and don are talking real money
2: is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry—we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
1: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: Once again. Give us a call, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Here's another really quick fact about ARC. I just love using this as an example of what not to do. From its high in February of 2021, it just soared.
3: A year and a couple of months ago. A year and a couple
2: of months ago. It is Mm -hmm. down 70% from that high. Now, now. It so it's you're thinking. Okay, I'm down seventy percent, but when she when this soars again, I'm going to make it all. back. She says it will. She think about it for a minute though.
3: Percent a year, so
2: fifty for for you to get back to where you would have been in February of 2021, your investment has to almost quadruple in value. Quadruple. How often have you seen any investment? quadruple in a short period of time
3: not short period
2: of time I, yeah but period. it could be years for a quadruple yeah, i mean literally i think it could be the, the yeah. big right now we are i can't remember the exact number but i think we are about at a quadruple from 2008 on the s&p, yeah, S&P 500 you, i think it's about a quadruple go,
3: go back to 1990 thousand dollars in the s&p 500 was uh up to twenty thousand dollars
2: so that's since 1990 Ninety nine. Thirty. Yeah. So, you know, a quadruple could take for most a long time. uh, It could take a decade to recover from that kind of a loss. More than a decade. And that's why this is why we preach diversification and not
3: speculation, which uh, clearly Ms. Woods is exercising here. So, I mean, uh, let's when I read the the, the, the three thousand word piece in the wall street journal day where they somehow they find these people all over the country that they interview about how oh, why i'm scared to death and why i shorted this and why i'm doing that etc it makes me nervous because people believe that investing there's a they have a real estate broker from indiana that thinks investing is sort of knowing what's coming next and doing something he read ray dalio's book about the end of the superpowers and this is how you invest in i well, okay, might as well, well read i don't know how, how people are investing yeah, I don't know how people are investing in Rome 2000 years ago but again, okay. What do you do today? You're you're scared, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. People yeah. are scared. Yeah. Yes, people I will grant you I get that. that.
3: Yeah. I get that. Yeah. First of all, the first thing for me is anyone <laughs> because it's it's so out there. There's so much of it. Anyone who tells you what's coming next, immediately ignore them. Yep. Because everyone is out of the Oh, well here's what's going to happen yes, but next. No Tom, one knows.
2: but Tom. It's so funny to talk to people about this and even people I care about who shall remain nameless. Please do. When they tell me things like I knew it was going down in 2008 oh, yeah. and I knew mm. it was going down I should have gone with my gut and gotten out cuz I knew this market was going to go down. Really?
3: Couldn't go up anymore. Really? Uh, so and they I read a recent quote from Savina Rizova, head of research at Dimensional Funds and she says what where's the market going tomorrow? We have no idea. Yeah, but that was a, did point out.
2: That was a terrific article from from yeah, uh, really from was. the New York Times by uh, yeah. um, um, oh gosh, Jeff Summer, who's turning out to be a really good market writer. I really like his stuff.
3: Dimensional looked so. Let's just say you do want to sell, and there's people are selling. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's people going to cash. If you do again, I mentioned the thousand from January first, nineteen ninety through December twenty twenty, and the S and P five hundred was. 20,450, just think if you missed five of the best days in that period of time. Remember, you were 20,000. Mm-hmm. If you decided at some point, I can't take this, I'm out. You're Instead of having 20,000, you have 12,917. If you missed the best 15 days, $7,000 instead of 20,000. If you missed the best 25, 4,376. So you get the idea here, That's a, which brings me to point number two whatever's going on today and nobody knows why and nobody's going to be able to they're going to tell you they know but they don't over the long haul stocks have still created more wealth for people that have invested in them than really any other asset
2: and you what a fascinating fact i love and you get people arguing that other point well if you miss the worst days yeah 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 you, you couldn't pick the worst you, you can't pick any of them but what's so interesting about the the best days that missing the best days There is more to the story. There's the rest of the story. Because what is most interesting to me is that of the 10 best days for the stock market from 2002 through 2022, almost all of those best days occurred in the midst of a dramatically declining market. When was the best day in the last 20 years? i think the fall of 2008 october 13th 2008 i remember that yeah the second best day
3: was october 28th
2: oh there you go 2008 the third march 24th 2020 two years ago
3: right right in the middle right in the middle Mm -hmm. of the
2: decline the fourth was march 13th
3: 2020 yeah don't be a. the bottom line is don't be a market timer but here's the thing to be And even our fourteen year old fan Maya could tell you this. No offense. You gotta know your risk tolerance. If there's a woman in this article in the Wall Street Journal says she can't sleep, she's squirming, then maybe you shouldn't be investing in stocks. Maybe you should or have somebody else manage the money or Figure out a way to pay attention to something else. Go to ESPN or some other channel and watch that or pay it, because this will eat you alive if you check your balance every day. Don just checked his for the first time in a long time. Oh, so depressing. Oh, yeah, you barely can sit up with that. But, I mean, the thing is, no, you don't watch this every day. You don't listen to the pundits because, yeah, it will eat you alive. you got to have a plan. you got to know your risk tolerance, and then the rest of it, frankly, is noise
2: there was another uh recent article from the new york times where um the i think it was the same guy jeff summers who interviewed uh, richard thaler thaler yeah the thaler. economist yeah, who was it's in the big short and really 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 yep. smart guy and uh he said uh, he's always asked what should we do the next time and this was before the markets really got volatile what we should do what should we do the next time the markets get volatile and he said my advice would be to turn off the financial news channel he was on a financial news channel doing an interview
3: yeah i don't think they like that a- and he up. said
2: i would turn off this channel and switch to espn
3: yeah i, I think that's good advice don't watch
2: don't peek don't look i think, I think look. Warren
3: buffett who's done pretty well says the same thing look away find something else well and you find focus really
2: nailed it and this is the one maybe the biggest problem that most individual investors have and that is the fact that they have no idea what kind of an investor they are the only what they know about what kind of investor they are is i'm an investor who wants to make as much money as possible with as little risk as i can take that's that's what kind of investor i am well that is called an unrealistic investor yes
3: and i've been able to do that the last couple of years because the market's gone basically straight up after it went straight down in the spring of 2020 it seemed like magic didn't it it works but but what were we doing
2: in 2008 and we were giving seminars on how to survive a volatile market
3: that's right yeah
2: we also did it a couple of other times between 2009 and 2020 we had a few times when the market along the way you forgot you I, i guarantee you forgot all the scary markets we had between 2010 and 2020 But they were there. Yep. And then they went away. Now, this one looks bad, but so did the one in 2020. Could it be like that? Or could it be like 2008? We don't know. But either way, we know if you were properly diversified, it didn't hurt as much.
1: Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
1: For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: Hello again. Welcome back. I'm Don. That's Tom. We're talking about life. We're talking about living it better by dealing with the money that you you have to deal with all the time better and by investing it better and by learning what investing is as opposed to what most people think is investing and that is gambling. And we love to help you out. Give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. But a number of people also send their questions in at our website, talkingrealmoney.com. And one of the things we have offered to do for you If you let us, you call us, we'll check out the firm with which you work, the investment firm. Now, to date, I would guess 90% of them, Tom? It probably holds with the actual ratio. Yeah, about 90% of those that have been sent in. The the question is, am I working with a 100% fiduciary firm? That's about as far as we take it because yep. we can't really speak to their to their the quality of their management, their advice, the investment style the investment style because we just don't yeah. know enough about them to know those things, but we can come very close, not exact, but we can come we can form an opinion as to whether they are likely Always acting as a fiduciary or not. We also will mention their fees because these are all available online at advisorinfo.sec.gov. That's advisor with an E info, all one word,.sec.gov. So I, I went and checked this one out. Here's one that just came so in. we
3: got a, this guy wrote a sent, wrote, yep. it, right? He, asked he said, a During
2: a recent okay. podcast, you talked about financial planners who claim to be fiduciaries who really aren't. I'm working with a, far, a large firm, and yeah, they are large. Boy, big. It's in big. Wisconsin. And your podcast got me thinking Do you know anything about Annex Wealth Management? And at the time, we did not.
3: No, never heard of them, but, uh, but they're a big-size firm in the upper Midwest. Four plus,
2: four and a half, I think, billion dollars under management. That yeah. is a big firm. And uh, I sat down and read the bulk of their ADV Part 2. That it's the form. It's a brochure that they provide to clients, and they also file with the Securities and Exchange Commission. And I went through it looking, and these are the. I, so this is a bit of a lesson. The things you look mm-hmm. for, you go through yeah. the ADV part two, you look for an affiliation with a brokerage firm. Do they also sell securities? That's important.
3: And you don't want, we want to make sure that you have one, you've hired one that does if not, they because d- then they're if,
2: duly registered. If they sell securities, they are not always acting as a fiduciary. The other thing we want to look for is do they sell insurance and receive a commission for that?
3: And we'd prefer you not to work with them either,
2: by the way. So after after going through Annex Wealth Management's mm-hmm. ADV Part 2, we need we need like a sound effect for this. I'm going to have to create a sound effect. They, ladies and gentlemen, are one yes. of the, uh, we believe to be, believe to be, we are not recommending them. This is not a recommendation of any, any type at all, but we believe them to be 100% fiduciary advisors. Wow. Congratulations. It almost never happens. It doesn't happen very often. It's very (laughs) rare. Now, they do happen to be in that area. And we, Tom and I have had this conversation for decades. Uh, we even at one time worked with a firm that we thought charged too much and we wouldn't work with them anymore. Uh, they do have a high, relatively high maximum fee.
3: was it one and a half
2: yeah it was one and a half percent now we believe we believe that one right around one on the first million half a million somewhere in that range is appropriate and that it should drop after that it should drop it should drop
3: substantially substantially yeah because i still see people even at two and three charging
2: one point seven
3: point yeah i mean it's crazy so the amount of work you have to do after the first million goes down quite a bit so you should charge a lot less for that so Anyway, so they they've annexed a pretty good deal, I guess.
2: Basically, oh, I knew there was a bad pun hiding in there somewhere. I just knew it.
3: So I me wore yeah, I wore them all out last week at retire Me, but no, you pretty much to did
2: too. <laughs> you even did the the Rasputin bad joke, didn't you?
3: I know it's yeah. it's, it's, it's all out there for everybody to see. It's on.
2: Oh, that's it, tape, right. We have we we have. A a lightly edited version, just taking out some of the glitches and things. We have a lightly edited version of Retire Meet. If you miss the event and you have five and a half hours to kill, nothing else to do. Nothing else to do. Go to the Talking Real Money YouTube channel and you can watch it all. Or if you intended it before and you just want to relive it, go watch it again. You know that'll be fun. 855 935 Talk.
1: Tom and Don are talking real
2: money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com.
1: Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money.
2: Totally random fact. You want to really feel old? <laughs> Not really. Do you know? What year the movie Monty Python and the Holy Grail came out?
3: Yeah, I do actually. What year was that? Um, I am going to say nineteen seventy
2: four, five. You were very, very close.
3: Ah, I was going to say seventy five. And remember the okay.
2: the gorgeous young, and it's every young man who watched this movie in the seventies will be real be able to relate. The young woman who played Zoot. Remember oh, the of course. Yeah, yeah. Carol Cleveland. Yeah. She always I'm were... not
3: going to I'm not going to say what she said, but okay. Well, yeah, I'm not, yes, but I... you know how old <laughs> Carol
2: Cleveland is?
3: <laughs> Let's see. So, so I'll say 80 70 80, 80 70. years. Old. <laughs> yeah, well,
2: world does move
3: uh, on. Yeah, and the reason for that... me
2: mentioning that what Yeah. You know what is because i no, was, gonna, I was just p-
3: gonna say that movie remains one of my favorite all time me
2: too costa costa cost whopping four hundred thousand dollars to make
3: and most of that was the <laughs> rental of the castle which they only had for like a week or some ridiculous
2: thing. four hundred thousand for a multi-million dollar grossing movie and uh We're still making still money, making probably. money yeah mm-hmm. uh the reason i mention that is because uh yes eight five five nine three five talk is our number and uh joining us now on the line is tim oh, the enchanter Tim, Tim, the Enchanter. Yeah. Hello, Someone Tim. Talking. Welcome to Talking Tim. Real Money.
4: I am not the Enchanter, but I, you guys just made me feel really old. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we made
4: ourselves feel old, too. So, welcome no, to the club.
3: You're not alone, yeah.
4: Oh. Yeah, okay, I'm right with you there. So, here's the deal. I'm going to reiterate something you guys have been saying today. I'm 64, and um, with the all the... Turmoil in the equities and stuff. I'm just gonna look away and continue to make my contributions and reinvest my dividends and sleep well at night. Look away! Do you Don't so you're, look. Still, wor- you're look still look away.
3: <laughs> Are you still working?
4: I am, but oh, but not through the whole okay. year. Uh, I'll be retiring okay. before I'm I mean- 65.
3: How soon do you st- need to start drawing on the money that you have saved?
4: Not for a long time. I also have a, a handsome pen- pension. So oh,
3: A good-looking pension. Good but my you. question. Ah, uh, so he said handsome. I've <laughs> got, got a lovely,
2: lovely, look at that <laughs> <laughs> lovely pension. <What laughs> are Why? It just, just radiates in your oil. eyes. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs>
2: This is really every everything you say. You know, if you really think about it hard enough, there'll be a line for Monty Python to fit, won't there? Uh, yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Tim. Sorry, you mentioned it. Yes,
4: but so So yes, look away. Thinking, look away.
3: Go ahead. Avert your eyes. Yes. Well,
4: um, I'm in a good position. My, my wife and I are in a good position. But what about people who are you know, maybe have the same situation, but they're not in a good situation. In other words, there's not that much um, money for them to take. I mean, how are they supposed to uh, deal with the, the volatility right now? I mean, the stock market's not quite on sale. Equities are not quite on sale, but they could be in the next few months. So someone made. Don't, how do they handle that? You're missing the, the point. The I think
2: yeah. Tim, I, Tim. I think everybody. This is the point that people keep missing. We don't care about the stock market. We're not saying it's on sale or it's overpriced. We don't know, and it's not important. Those who cannot Correct. afford, who must have the money available for them, their 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 future, their immediate future, they shouldn't have ever been invested in the stock market.
3: That's number one. Number two, if you're drawing on the money right now, if they are also in their mid-60s, they're no longer working, they're not buying stocks, and in fact, they need to start pulling money from their portfolio, they should have a healthy amount in fixed income, which has had a tough beginning of the year, but the signs are starting to turn that it's going to recover for the balance. They should have a lot in there that is sort of the balance they could draw from that while the market's doing whatever it's doing. That's what holds true for most people. So, yeah, if you have a plan, if your portfolio matches that, then you really aren't too concerned about really what's going on in the short term because there's always things going on in the short
2: term. And that's what we keep coming back to over and over and over again. We we have to, all of us, step away from this thought that the stock market is this Immediate thing to which we need to react either positively or negatively. No, the stock market is merely a tool that becomes part of our entire portfolio that gets us to where we want to be. Tom
1: and Don are talking real
2: money. Tom and I created Vestory to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V E S T O R Y.com.
1: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
2: And welcome back to our little get together that we call a show while it's on the radio and then we call it a podcast when it's a podcast 855-935-TALK is our telephone number 855-935-8255 we also in addition to taking your questions over the phone we do take them when you send them into us at talkingrealmoney.com and here's one that came in
4: Yeah, (laughs) Uh i'm just
2: doing this one for fun i'm just doing this one kind of to make a point uh we get a lot of these and you know i feel guilty because i don't answer them so i'm kind of going to answer it on the radio okay okay because i feel i get i get these all the time and I, I i just don't answer them because well i figure my time is precious and theirs isn't in this case you'll see why i'm saying oh, it's this going to be another
3: one of those 500 word things no no no. this is short all right okay, this is short okay.
2: I am inquiring on behalf of NoYak Logistics Income REIT, a supply chain's real estate investment trust. (sighs) NoYak's CEO, CJ Fallini, has spent 35 years bringing innovation to the alternative investment space. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a $200 million real estate investment trust investing in supply uh, chain infrastructure, the first ever REIT to accept crypto lovely he is interested in making an appearance on your podcast can you provide me with any marketing material attendee demographics pricing and other information you may have (laughs) so tom they're willing to pay us to be on yeah all right uh my response to that is Is, go go ahead
3: what are you going to do bleed on me what that's, that's the on. monty python reference bleed on me that's a mere flesh wound i mean that's ridiculous come on no, really just become... 200 million dollar reit and
2: you know the expense ratio's okay. just got to be and we don't
3: by the way we don't take money from anybody to be on the program no we do not we, and we rarely do interviews and we only do those when it's something we find you know, did fascinating swedro i did the one with uh we did the ones with wigglesworth we did the one with uh, we Eric only Balchunas.
2: now the only reason yeah. we did wigglesworth because his not his name was fun to say that's really <laughs> the only reason we did it
3: and he's a liverpool fan and we're crossing our fingers for him tomorrow
2: liverpoolian
3: so anyway, yeah so anyway uh we don't know no. and and frankly this is that's not the kind of thing we would recommend you no, we wouldn't
2: either. how please, about a real don't. question
3: yeah please
2: okay i tried googling for an answer to my question but it made it even more confusing here are the details i'm retiring at the end of june at age 60 my income will stop i will have a pension check of 33 55 a month after taxes. Also, my wife will continue to work making 60k a year. We're in the process of purchasing a home cash 1.1 million. I know I'd be better off financing, but I don't want to have debt and and psychologically it works for me. Mm-hmm. i had to sell some etfs out of my taxable account resulting in a capital gain of 252 thousand dollars at the 15 percent tax rate my tax bill will be thirty seven thousand thousand wait
3: a minute wait a minute right there 000. now he's doing 252 she's hit six60 60. that's 3 might be more than the 15. That's exactly all thinking, so. that's what yeah. i was mm-hmm. thinking yeah. mm-hmm. at the 15
2: yeah. percent tax rate my tax bill will be thirty-eight thousand, roughly might what?
3: wanna might want to send them more than that yeah okay. what
2: is the best way to handle this i'm reading reading. Reading about the safe safe harbor rules to avoid a penalty, it states, I need to pay 100% of the taxes I paid last year to avoid a penalty. This would be hard to do since I'm retiring and will only have one half my income compared to last year. I'm also looking at increasing the taxes taken out of my wife's check. I'm confused. No, no, no. I need to make quarterly payments or just let it roll and deal with it. No, nope.
3: you're gonna make one big payment for yep. what you owe because yep. uh, that's a sizable increase, and they will be very unhappy when well, they arrive no, they, and look at your they, next they, April. They
2: they won't they won't be really unhappy. You'll be unhappy because of <laughs> because the, the penalty and the them. interest. Yeah, they're, they're not gonna be unhappy. They're just them. gonna send you a bill and say, oh, yeah. you underpaid, and mm. uh, now you owe us a big chunk of money. So the capital gains tax rates. Let's see. So two, I want to look up the latest. Uh, let's see. So two fifty-two, three plus, this,
3: yeah, plus. No,
2: what? actually, the break point on couples, I think, is four. What about
3: the Obamacare?
2: Four fifty-nine, seven fifty.
3: Ah, so he's still under that then. Yeah, okay. he's under so he's that. He's not going to have the added whatever. No, I think he's for... okay,
2: but he still well, has to. But he needs to pay that thirty-eight thousand dollars. Yeah, and and I know it's painful. Government- Tom and the I, Tom and I sold <laughs> uh, we we sold a business and we both you know, went. We know, oh, you know. those checks hurt. Ah. Yeah,
3: well, I did a check once. I told you the story. It was in the middle of the pandemic, and they didn't cash it for like six months. Now, excuse I you. do it all electronically. No, they, they didn't, didn't cash it. a this check. No for six Sat months. on somebody's desk six months. Scared me. So now I just do the electronic. Go in, send them everything you've got. Hope it's okay.
2: So. All right, here's another one for you. Similar Congratulations. question. Yeah. Similar question. Is there any ben- benefit to contributing to a traditional IRA if your modified adjusted gross is above 78 oh, filing single or 129 filing jointly? According to the IRS website, there's no deduction if your income is above that. In this case, why would you ever contribute to a traditional IRA? Uh, would, an, would a Roth be the best choice? If you're over the yes. Roth contribution limit, it seems like the Roth backdoor would be the best way.
3: Yes, to both. Yeah, yes I mean, all. And by the way, yeah. back to the previous question, there was something else to mention there. Cool. Right now, well, if he's trying to generate the money, maybe he has some losses he could harvest from his portfolio due to the recent downturn. The previous question <gasps> oh. about the. I mean, so maybe there may be some positions that... Oh, anyway, oh. Red. Anyway.
2: that's actually a really, really good idea because what you can do is move that money particularly if you're using etfs or no load funds you move it into a similar but not identical correct fund or etf for 30 days 31 days on that 31st day you can move right back and when you take a capital loss it's a dollar for dollar offset against the capital gain plus up to three thousand that you can deduct against ordinary income and carry forward
3: Tax loss harvesting. Okay, that would be there. Number two, uh, around the why would anybody contribute? Well, I mean, you're taking money that you paid tax on it, then you're going to put it in something and later take out and pay tax. Now, I don't think that's a good strategy. Yeah, I If agree. he just takes post-tax money, puts it in IRA, and doesn't get the deduction. Mm-hmm. But the Roth makes total sense. And I think the individual, what is it, like 140, if you make $140,000 or less, you can do a regular Roth IRA,
2: right? And it's two, and if you two, and yeah, your unchanged.
3: significant other make yeah, like two hundred, let's say two hundred. I think
2: it's two hundred eight for some reason. that's yeah, okay. sticking in my okay. Yeah, here.
3: that sounds right. And then you can do the same. So, and then if you can't, if you're not eligible for that, you're correct. The back door money goes into an IRA the next day. It moves over to the Roth, and then it grows tax free, which is but still remember, around for however long If you have long.
2: if you have other traditional IRAs, yeah. when you do a back door you do have to make a pro-rata Pro-rated, yep. distribution or, or transfer from those other assets too. So, uh, and pay tax and on And pay it. tax on those. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like it's although, regular income. Although,
2: although, you know, it may not be that bad. You just, you know, if you got a ton of money that's going into the, the, the uh, back door, it still could be a decent deal overall.
3: It's something to be careful about in any of those circumstances. I'll put it that way
2: yeah our phone number here is is talk our website is TalkingRealMoney.com. uh we have a we have a youtube channel
3: i'm laughing only because you know we we recommend people take our risk quiz yeah if you took the risk quiz six months ago and you know your score take it again today I'd oh, be I, oh that <laughs> is
2: actually a really we should have mentioned I mean, that i because I, I guarantee you, you it'll be a lower yeah
3: it'll be guaranteed yeah
2: yeah, so that it. might not be a bad idea. You took the risk quiz two or yep. three years ago when the market was mm-hmm. soaring. Take yep. it again. Take it again and just see. Wow.
3: I'll be surprised if it's not lower. So,
2: Well, remember, you can call us during the show every Saturday, which is uh, noon to 2 Pacific time, 3 to 5 Eastern, or you can call us 24-7 at 855-935-TOM.
1: Tom and Don are talking real money
2: want a free copy of my book financial physics Well, go download it right now at vestory.com v-e-s-t-o-r-y.com
1: for your real life and real future tom and don are talking real money
2: so if you, uh, if you want to take that risk quiz, by the way, go to talkingrealmoney.com. Um, if you, uh, want anything else, if you want to uh, get a little help, we've got all kinds of help there, but we can also help you in other ways. We do have advisors who work with our firm, Vestry by Appella, and they are available to help you. And I absolutely mean this free. I know free. Nothing's free. Yeah, it's free. Uh, we're not going to manage your money for free because that would be a really foolish idea. We'd never make any money. We'd all go broke. But we will help you. And we've helped people over the years, hundreds if not thousands. And you can do it really easily with, by setting up an appointment with one of our advisors at vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Just go to the bottom of the page, set up an appointment when it's convenient for you. And we'll. because we can do it online and via phone, we can set it up anywhere, anytime.
0: That's vestory.com